Hey gals and guys, it's your host, Phil Larson, and this is your motivational high five on intuition. Let's do this. Welcome back to my short podcast. If you want to reach out to me and let me and share with me your story, th- that is always open to you. Just send an email to phillarsonmusic at gmail.com or just go to my site phillarson.net and use the contact form there. There are several ways to support the podcast that can be found at phillarson.net slash support. You can even support the podcast by as simple as streaming my music. If you're looking for instrumental music to uh, play in the background while you're working or studying or sleeping even, uh, just search my name, Phil Larson, on any streaming service site. Or even finally, the more recent uh, way to support is uh, if you have children and you watch uh, children's YouTube my wife and I launched a children's YouTube channel called Kylie Makes It. K-Y-L-E-E Makes It. Check it out. Subscribe. <laughs> uh, do all the things to tell YouTube, hey, this is this is good content. Uh, or tell your friends, too. And anyone else with uh, kids that may benefit from some art education in a creative, fun way. Today we have Trish Whetstone, who has been a longtime listener of the podcast and reached out to me in the same ways that I've invited you to reach out. And uh, this is a little bio about Trish. Trish Whetstone is the feel-good gut coach, a holistic health specialist, stress expert, and intuitive eating advocate. She can be found co-hosting Ice Cream, You Scream, a health and wellness podcast on Instagram at feelgoodgutgirl. Or you can visit her website, healthcoachingbytrish.com. Check out these links in the show notes as well. And uh, she's got some really good things to say. So here we go. Here's Trish. Hi, everyone. I'm Trish, and I'm very grateful to speak to you today about intuition. I go by the Feel Good Gut Coach, so I help people with digestive issues or IBS feel good in their gut. Recently, I've been exploring this concept of feeling really good deep down in my gut about the choices I'm making and really listening to my gut wisdom or intuition. So intuition is a feeling, a knowing, a sensation inside of us really to guide us what's right for us and what our truth is. Picture a beam of light. There's some dust particles in there, but you might not notice that right away until you really focus your attention on it. And then it can be quite captivating and beautiful. That's what our intuition is like. It's this gentle, grounded feeling that we'll feel content in. In my life, my intuition has led me to my relationship, my first career, my schooling, and recently a big move. Now, a little science for you. (laughs) Our brain is directly connected to our gut via the vagus nerve. So our subconscious mind can send us thoughts down to our gut and give us these butterflies in the stomach type feeling, this warming sensation. Once in a while, it's kind of a a deep drop or a little big uh, buzz sensation in our stomach. And those were the feelings that I got in these intuitive moments in my life. But my conscious mind often got in the way with, well, how am I going to do that? Or when? What are the steps I'm going to take? I just don't know how to do this. 
And if we're able to disconnect for a second from from that thought, that worrying, those anxieties, our intuition will be certain about that outcome. Our intuition is really a what should I do, a knowing about what's right for us, what our truth really is. Now, this is a practice like any other and some great ways to practice deepening our intuition is automatic writing. Asking yourself what you want or what you should do and literally writing whatever comes to mind. No judgment. If you're not a writer, you can do voice messages to yourself and pretend you're just venting to a friend who completely understands you and won't judge you and you just kind of let it all out. Walking in nature is a fantastic way to connect with your intuition and any sort of deep breathing or meditation is fantastic as well. Think of your intuition like a humble scholar or caring friend or maybe Phil Larson on your motivational high five, a somewhat soft-spoken but really powerful voice within you. It's a guide, not a loud conductor, but rather a polite, gentle crossing guard. I hope you found this helpful or insightful. And if you resonate with this, I'd love to hear your experience with intuition and how it's guided you in life. Thank you all for listening. Thank you, Trish. I love that perspective. I also love it now that I'm past, am I technically past my mid-30s? Last month, I turned 36. Um, I guess I guess that's mid-30s, right? Right, please? Anyway, all that to say, as I'm getting older, and uh, if you're younger than me, you'll find this. If you're older than me, people are nodding and going, yes, yes, you are finding that your body doesn't operate like it used to. You can't eat a bunch of pizza at night and then go right to bed without having some digestive issues, or at least I can't. And I'm really finding that happening more to me lately. But I'm also just like an anxious person in general. It's it's a big part of who I am and something that I'm learning more about. And as I get more in tune to this very real characteristic of me as an anxious human, I see how it manifests with how I feel in my gut, you know, and then now I'm able to kind of look back on my life and see it throughout my life. Yeah, this is kind of a, this is a trend. This is who you've always been, Phil, but you didn't know how to express it or didn't really quite understand it. I just remember in elementary school, right before leaving the house to go to school, I felt sick and I thought maybe it was what I was eating for breakfast. And so I never, never ate a lot of breakfast because I thought it just made me sick. But no, I was just anxious for school, kind of slightly socially awkward and always just nervous about getting in trouble or doing something wrong. And as I get older and kind of down this journey of self-discovery and also what is good to consume in the way of food and at what time during the day and all that, um, I'm finding that uh, I can get my signals crossed and like I might be feeling nervous and then I just have a really big burp or something and oh, that's I feel much better now. That's all that was. Or even a little bit deeper than that, I've I've been real stressed or nervous lately and I don't know why and then I get my taxes done and then, oh, all this weight is lifted off my shoulders and I go, oh, oh yeah, that's that sort of thing also really gets to me. There are connections between our brain and our gut that get our connections get crossed and kind of confused and, and mixed up 
and I know we haven't talked about gut much in the podcast. And so I, I really thank Trish for bringing this up because uh, I really get it right now. <laughs> Uh, but Trish offers some really good practices on how to untangle and correctly identify the healthy, good voices like intuition. And uh, here's how it, it applies to me right now. And, and I hope that you can take my example and somehow relate it uh, or insert your own scenario into my example and apply this to your life. So here's a little bit of insight into how my last year has gone career-wise. And this feels a little vulnerable to say, but the last year, 2020, and I say this with humility and thankfulness, while it was really hard career-wise for a lot of people, for me, I had one of my better years. And it wasn't that I really did much different than what I'd done previous years, but there was a lot of luck involved there that one of my songs, um, and it's just a piano instrumental, it's really a simple song, uh, got added to two major Amazon music playlists. Basically, kind of right when quarantine hit in 2020 for us in the United States, and then all the way up. To this last week when now I can register to get a vaccine. And so that's, that's kind of interesting. But all through that whole year, basically, uh, this one song was getting between 15 and 20,000 streams a day. And the payout uh, from Amazon Music is better than I've seen than any other streaming service. And, and so, uh, four million streams later of this one song, uh, I had a good year. And I'm, I'm saying that with such gratefulness and, and just realize that a lot of what I do is just kind of throw stuff out there and see what sticks. And it stuck for about a year. And now this last week, I'm, I'm off those two major playlists. And so, um, when that came off this last week, I, I felt all kinds of feelings and all kinds of, kinds of signals getting crossed. And of course, it really led with anxiety and I saw, uh, and worry. And I, and I saw basically, it, Anxiety and worry kind of shows uh, all it sees is, is scarcity. Uh, then, like, how am I? I got so used to this. You know, my wife quit her job and we're trying to pursue this new endeavor. And this certainly helped to do that for sure. And there's no regrets there. But anxiety and worry really sees scarcity. It sees the problem. That voice of anxiety and worry to me sounds a lot kind of mean and panicky, really. <laughs> That's what anxiety and worry can, can sound like. And that's not to say it doesn't have its purpose, which I'll talk about later, but Trish tells and defines the voice of intuition like this, that intuition is a guide and intuition is humble and, and caring. Intuition is a soft but powerful voice within. Intuition is not a loud conductor, but it is a polite, gentle crossing guard. I love that explanation. It's so good. And so after the initial anxiety, a couple days go by. The anxiety begins to settle a little bit. I begin to notice some other particles in the beam of light, kind of like Trish talked about. And I began to think creatively about ways I might be able to make up, make up that money or restructure some spending. And I started to get excited and motivated again. The, the, the scarcity voice started to dissipate. And I wasn't really stuck there anymore. And intuition started to guide me and speak softly but powerfully from within. In some ways, I'm feeling more motivated because of this loss of income and that kind of excitement and ready to 
go and try try new things with my music is intuition i think try this you know it's it's when i follow my intuition i find these little avenues that that sometimes work and that excitement of finding those avenues that work is motivating me to go see that that still small voice of excitement um, that sounds like her definition of, of intuition. Whereas anxiety helped me to kind of see the problem, identify it. Uh, but anxiety, staying in anxiety will just get you stuck in the problem. Intuition helped me not to remain stuck in the problem, but to look for creative solutions out of it. So listen within. I, the answers, there are so many answers that I have found by just taking time, silencing myself, silencing the other voices, the external voices, and some of the unhelpful internal voices to find those little particles that are floating that say, oh, what about this? And, and basically intuition to me anyway, kind of is about asking questions, is about inquiry, is about slow discovery. And so it takes time and it takes silence and it takes quieting of the mind and it takes some deep breaths and it takes some tuning in to the innermost kind, peaceful voices within yourself. And I don't, some people call it different things. Some people call it the universe. Some people call it God. I I call it God, but I also think God has created us with enough power to also have those inner voices to also have the ability to create and have new ideas. Whatever it is, that intuition is powerful. There is power within you. And that is exciting. And Trisha's definition really defines that for me. This is the healthy voice that will help me get out of the stuck voice, which had it was helpful for a time, but to stay there is not. And friends, sometimes it just takes clearing out the distractions, setting your boundaries and saying, I need to go for a hike but I need to go alone. Sorry. Can you take care of the kids or whatever? I need this time for myself. I need a vacation. You know, what do you need to do to reconnect with your intuition? I mean, it got you somewhere. It worked at one point in your life. If you see some sort of success or you're in a place that you're proud of being in or you were, your intuition got you there. This felt right at one point. It may not anymore, but what sort of things can you do to to reconnect with that part of you that is within you. And as we do that, we do that here, really. We do that every episode. At the end of the episode, we try to connect with ourselves. It's not easy, but we do this as an act of faith, as an act of rewiring our brain as supported by science. It's called neuroplasticity, and there's a lot of research backing this. We can tell ourselves new positive narratives that can override and reroute the stories we're telling ourselves. And it dissipates the negative ones and anticipates the ones that aren't true, the lies we've chosen to believe about ourselves. So when you do this, this is how we do it. We find a reflection of ourselves in the mirror. And when we do that, we say a positive thing. And today, say this to yourself. Today, I invite the soft but powerful voice of intuition within me to make itself known. you feel that did you feel the buzz of excitement in your belly it's burning within you a delightful warming burn of excitement and passion desire to growth i believe truly 
your intuition may have led you to this podcast and may have led you to this particular episode. Follow it. Where is it going to lead you next? If the voice is mean, if it's nitpicky, if it focuses on scarcity, it's going to be easy to get stuck there. It may help you identify the problem, whatever that voice is, but don't get stuck there. Let intuition lead you out of it into a hopeful and better future for you. And when you care about you, you can better care about others around you. It starts with you.